Hey everyone, it's Tristan from the Kitchen Table Pod with Thomas 2020. This week we're back in our Following Christ in College series as we discuss mentorship. We're also going to talk about chocolate milk and how we're still limited in experiencing God in our everyday lives, even if we've been saved. Thank you so much for listening again this week, and we'd love any feedback you have on both Instagram and Facebook. You can look us up using at the Kitchen Table Pod. Thanks. Welcome back to The Kitchen Table with Thomas 2020. We're going to get back into the groove of what it looks like to be a Christ follower in college. Um, I believe the first week we talked about community, and the second week we talked about disciplines, and now we're going to kick it off with mentorship, whether that's mm. mentoring more Christians or being mentored by a elder Christian. Wow. Who would Sweet. like to start us off with this? Sweet. Well... I can start. Yeah, awesome. I met up with my mentor today. Interesting. Oh, oh we're flex, but okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can knock me up. Knock me uh, up. Okay. Um, no one's hit me. No one's hit me. Oh, thank you, Jacob. Um, so, it was actually the first time in a couple of weeks since last week was my birthday. You know, weird flex. Um, All right, another one. Happy two flexes. belated birthday. Two flexes. One or or right. you can wait a whole year and rewatch this episode, and then me telling you birthday is no longer belated. Anyways, so I made up with my mentor, who happens to who be my roommate. Mentor? What's his name? Uh, his name is Christian B. I'm not, I don't know if he wants his full name out I, there. I've never heard of such um, a man. Wow, I know. Um, anyways, but we are roommates, but I asked him to mentor me, and then we do it out of the house. We never do it at the house because, A, because we have other roommates that can very easily come in and distract us and be because I think it just leads to a more like real setting when you know we're out of the house and mm. not in that area I don't know it's it, you know what I mean it's um, like intentional yeah it's, right. it's, it's more intentional more, yeah it's not house. just like oh hey we're really like, talking it's hey, like you're making hey we're making right we're like making plans quit doing that <laughs> um for those that can't hear try try to crack his neck and I read an I article today yeah, I read an article died. today about someone being paralyzed. She died? Wait, I thought she died. Okay. I read that she was just paralyzed from cracking her neck. Oh. Well, that's unfortunate. Trey, we don't so want paralyzed. We just don't want him paralyzed. We're looking out for him, Trey's mom. Um, anyways, uh, but yeah, so we always meet out of the house today. We're going through Hebrews together. Solid book. Um, today we read Hebrews 9. Um, and then talked about spiritual gifts and different things like that and it's a good time so yeah, what, what, why, what, what why? language is that in what, what they, english oh okay <laughs> all right there was, was a, original you know, we're gonna, yeah that's, that's oh. a bad question oh. that's a bad question you said what you... let's go to jacob <laughs> i was just gonna ask just oh my gosh it's got off the rails quick oh man um i was just gonna ask Two minutes like in. what uh why why do you meet up Ooh. with, with so um I meet up with him because he is someone, A, that I hold in very high esteem, if that, I think that's the right word, B, because he's someone that's kind of like one lap ahead of me in life. He's about to graduate. He has a fiance. I am neither of those things. Um, and so, and he's just more spiritually mature than me. He's been following Christ a little longer than I have. So he's just, you know, about one lap ahead of me in what we like to call, you know, the race 
towards yeah. following Christ. And uh, so he's a good person for me to look up to and try to um, just learn from and just, you know, talk to about things I'm dealing with. And since he's my roommate, it's easy to, when I, the other six days a week, if I am struggling with something, it's easy to go in there and just say like, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. Like, can you pray for me about it? Things like that. Yeah. It helps yeah. with accountability and stuff. No, so, that's, that's good. with that being said, like, what do you think? I guess this is just a question for everybody, but um, what's like the purpose of having a mentor? I feel like that should be like a, a baseline. I, with that. I yes. mean, regardless, I mean, your experience is a, a positive one. Like, I mean, it's just an image there, of what, regardless. Yeah. Regardless. No, what, I think uh, purpose of a mentor. So, we all are in some stage of life. Um, Believer, non-believer, um, there's people ahead of us and there's people behind us, right? And regardless of that, uh, the cool thing about life is that nothing is new and someone's experienced what you've experienced, uh, maybe to a different degree or it might look a little different, but it's the same thing. You know, people struggle with feeling sad. People have experienced um, loved ones dying and they've experienced loss. But they're on the opposite side of that, just the way time works. Um, so having someone older than you that's been through what you've been through, um, giving you life advice, and not not even just like, you know, it doesn't even have to be formal, which Tristan's, they're, they're walking through, um, you know, a book of the Bible. But even if it's just like meeting up with someone weekly, bi-weekly, having them like their, their phone number and being like, hey, like this is what I'm dealing with, like this – I've been really anxious this week about this, this, and this. And like, is this something I should be concerned about or not? And then they just pour into you. And like the love you get to experience that way is so different than any other relationship because like, I love you guys. And in some degree, like, you know, I, I look up to you and, um, I'm like, we experience life differently, but having, having someone like Tristan said, like a lap of head. So, so my mentor is married and has kids. So now he's giving me advice about, you know, what my future marriage might look like and mm-hmm. things like that. So, um, and two, it's like, there's a sense of peace that comes with knowing, like, um, if I'm really struggling with something like this last week, this last weekend I was at church and I was really struggling with something and my mentor is on staff there and literally went to his office for 30 minutes and talked to him and just talked about what was going on and, and how I was feeling and what, how I was handling it and whatnot. And, um, it honestly, it helped a lot. I'm going to say it fixed it. Because that's not what fixed it. Um, a lot of a lot of like processing kind of fixed it, but it definitely helped being able to vocalize that and have some sound advice and, and someone that, that cares about you, uh, like long term, like not just you know once this problem fixed, but once once you're you know the path of your yeah. life to look different. So it's just I don't know. It's just a lot yeah. of uh, right. a lot of growth that comes from those relationships. Absolutely. Trey, oh, you want me to speak? You want me to like talk about my mentor or like Dude, answer the, a certain listen, question? Man. There's I, no rules. What do you want me to do? Give the people what they want. That's what I want you to do. You see, it. this visor is making me feel dumb, so I'm gonna take it off. <laughs> you looked kind of dumb. I won't lie. Uh, so you're saying I look like a? Never mind. I was gonna. Yeah, don't. A huge diss on a certain group of people. Please don't. <laughs> okay, so. Um, I try to meet my with my mentor about once a week. Sometimes, we can't meet though because he's pretty busy with his job um but we are walking through the book of acts right now um yeah 
So it's a great book. Mm-hmm. I tell you, it's a it's a five star. It's a book. Yeah, it's not the book I'm reviewing, but no, it's really important. Um, we usually just like sit down and talk for like the first 10, 20 minutes. Like, how's your week going? Like, um, how you feeling about the end of the semester? Are you looking forward to the summer? Stuff like that. Mm. Um, and also at the beginning of the semester when we started meeting, he like asked me like about some certain goals. Like, I wanted to set for myself, which is like it's really good to have someone to hold you accountable in that regard like he's like i want you to set an academic goal a personal goal and a spiritual goal i was like all right sweet so uh, two of those are looking really good one of those i don't know um the academic goals uh, <laughs> <laughs> no he's like yeah. so like an academic goal would you want? i'm like i want to have a 3.2 this semester and yeah it's a it's, it's a stretch let's <laughs> um, all remind ourselves we are not defined by grades you're not wrong thank I, goodness my identity is not my grades um, and then a spiritual goal is to uh, have 20 verses memorized and personal goal is to read seven books. So I think I'm at 15 Dang, verses. Like books six of the Bible? Or no, like books. books. Okay. Wow. Like a book. In, just in the semester? Wait, is this like... Yeah, in the semester. This like, is why Trey does book reviews. This is why I do book reviews. Because his personal goal is to read books. What a nerd. But like it's just really uh. cool because every, every week we like, meet up and like we talk. He's like, how you doing on these? I'm like, oh, dude, killing it. Um, and, uh, we go through some scripture and learn a lot. And like, I really, really love this. Cause like at the end of every time we meet, he's like, okay, how can you take what we read today and apply it? And I freaking love that. I'm like, cause that's what it's literally all about. Yeah. No, I love it too. Cause like, it doesn't even have to be formal. Like, I don't know. They look like so different. Like my relationship with my mentors looks so different than your guys's. And it's like, it's cool. Cause it's kind of like what I need. And I have, so I have uh, a couple guys that like, I don't meet up with necessarily regularly, but I go to them for different things. So one of my friends, um, it's going to be a missionary uh, to Indonesia and I go to him and we talk about Bible and like what, uh, like we walk through a bunch of stuff in Genesis and, and now like I have that in my ministry and like I get to share that. Um, whereas um, the, the path, the youth pastor I met up with, um, it was exactly, he was the exact person I needed in that moment. Um, and he was there and, and supported me and cared for me how I needed. And it, it's, it's just cool how like the Lord places these people in your lives. And um, even parents to some degree um, are that way. Um, but I think it's cool. We, we mentioned earlier about like in, being intentional about it. They're not going to fall into your lap. And I think that's a misconception and there needs to be like an intentionality about going and finding them. And if you don't know anyone, just ask someone. And if, if they're not it, then they know someone. Or right. uh, being plugged in at your local church, they literally have people on staff that get paid to help you and, and to grow you. And, and they don't do it because of that. But it's just cool to have, like, see the church's intentionality behind that of, like, hey, we expect you to be loving people and, like, these types of relationships. Right. Um, it actually kind of made me think of, you say they won't fall into your lap, but that kind of made me think of the story. So I was at a coffee shop a couple weeks ago with a couple friends and, um, someone literally fell into your lap. No, <laughs> no that would have been really You're good. You're playing Twister um, and Balance. No. So I'm, we're at this coffee shop and we're sitting over on the couches and, um, I'm with two friends and they're like both females. They're talking to each other. One's just like saying like how like crappy of a week she's had to the other one. And I had my AirPods in, so they didn't know I could hear. Um, 
What? <laughs> I'm not flexing. I'm, just, I'm giving context. It's important. But when I realized that they were both kind of tearing up, I turned my music down because I wanted to hear what they were talking about. And what they were talking about was important. But then this old woman that was also sitting on the couches, like typing, doing her work, you know, she's like, hi, I didn't help. I like, I'm sorry to like overhear you, but are you getting married soon? And you know, one of my friend was like, yeah, I am like this summer, blah, blah, blah. They talk. Well, long story short, the woman that was sitting there is now somewhat mentoring my friend. And it wow. was like just crazy. Cause so they can fall in your lap. They can. It's just, it's very, it's very rare. Yeah. But For sure. um, it was and just, it was crazy how it worked out because she was like, yeah, I've really, the woman was like, yeah, I've really been looking for some college age girls to mentor this semester. I just haven't, you know, had any that have asked me. And my friend was like, oh my gosh, you can totally mentor me. And it was just really cool. And oh, that is super a cool, cool moment. I was like, excited to get to experience it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And like, I, I think too, a lot of people, uh, especially like younger believers or more immature believers um they uh they're intimidated by it you know like it's it's not something just for mature believers like you can grow in your faith at any facet and like even if you're a non-believer meeting up with someone is proven to like it's the pathway to success to some degree and especially uh, spiritually it's so cool that like we all experience the same god and we've all like we all go through things um, that someone older has already been through, and like having them a care about you and love you through it, but also give you advice that they wish they had, like that's that's what life is, you know. Right. Um, and it's cool too because at any level of your life, be it you know faith or you know academics or career, um, like you can still share that knowledge that you have. And, and we're called to uh, make disciples of all nations. So as believers, um, we should be, you know, trying to share the love of Christ um, in intimate relationships. And, and mentorships are, like, the best way to do that. And it doesn't have to be formal. I think that's something that I don't think we've necessarily stressed all that much. But it doesn't have to, you know, be sit down go through scripture. It can just be like, hey, dude, like, let's get lunch every Wednesday. And we'll just talk about life. Yeah. What's going on I would say that especially mentorship, what it looks like in my life is anything but formal. Like I, you know, whether it's texting someone I haven't, you know, talked to in weeks about, you know, something I'm struggling with. I mean, a mentor is definitely something I would want to have in my life, but I, you know, I've, I've talked to multiple people that maybe have tried to offer me, um, something like that. But I, I just, um, I, I guess I just haven't found the right, right person or right place, um, right now. But with that being said, like, I think, what we can look at mentors um, like and how we can compare them to like um, our normal friends is sometimes the people in our community just haven't experienced um, the same things that we're going through. And uh, the community that we are in doesn't always know what to exactly say or how to pray for us or what to look for because they're not on the other side. And it's not just someone that pours into you. It's someone that has, uh, experienced those things before and I know we talked about that but that's why it's different than um, your average community because it's it's tough to put your trust into somebody that hasn't necessarily like experienced something for themselves because it's really important for that person to be um, the next step of life and for instance my mm-hmm. brother is someone who's been um, in a couple of relationships and, and I'm in one now and I you know I go to him for stuff that he's 
um, gone through and hit and I can't tell you how in a little bit of two weeks or a week how much uh, wisdom he's offered me through like scripture and uh, basically giving me his personal experiences through stuff that he has gone through and he has seen light and sometimes not seen light in and, and that's what he's trying to get me to go go away from is um, what things to not look for and what things to look for and I think that's exactly what a mentor does yeah that's what's I mean I was just gonna mention how you can be that for someone right at any at any stage um, even if it's like from what I've what I've learned too is like I've had you know I've had a couple guys that like approach me and like want to meet up and stuff and a lot of times like I'll meet up with them and they're not like necessarily at a, such a different stage of my life that we're not friends like I literally like want to hang out with them and and, and I've had I had one relationship um, last semester that we were going through like Genesis and we both were basically going through it like it wasn't me leading it wasn't him like you know just sitting there listening the whole time it was just there was a, a sense of an intentionality that came and um, I mean I would say I would say it was known that like I was preparing it for him uh, but even then like we grew and now we're really good friends and he's a young life leader and doing his own thing. And like, I don't necessarily meet up with him, but when I do, it's like, you know, it's, there's that intentionality still there. And it, if he called me at any time, I'd answer. And, and, you know, so it's like, it's cool to see too, like the relationships evolve and develop and, and change. And, right. and like you said, like, you know, getting into a relationship or applying for jobs after college or like these actual life things, having someone that's already been there and done that, um, can speak light into spiritually and yeah. like actually advice, like not just like, you know, this is what this means. Yeah. or This is like what the Bible says. It's like, dude, this sucks. Yeah. And like sometimes life sucks and you know, it's going to suck a lot of times. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, relationships is like a lot of marriage is like just putting up with other people's habits. Yeah. Like that's an actual thing. Like, you know, in the Bible, it says that we're supposed to love others and, and overcome those. Yeah, but, like, it still sucks. It doesn't take that away from it. And so, I don't know. It's been cool to see, like, relationships develop that yeah. way. I, uh, you said something interesting that that I, uh, I liked. You said, um, like, friendships. And, like, you know, you said that the people that you've, like, attempted to men mentor before have, like, not necessarily been that people that aren't your friends. Like, they're still, like, your friends, yeah. you know. And I think what makes a great teacher being the secondary education major, like what makes a great teacher is being able to put yourself on the same level. Yeah. Regardless if you know more or not, you put yourself on the same level um, with that person because you love them and you care about them. I mean, like, let's look at the best mentors in the Bible, right? Let's say Paul mentoring Timothy and, like, trying to give him um, advice and pointers. Who Obviously, Paul wasn't, like, perfect. You know, he's, right. you could say he's the greatest apostle just because he mo wrote most of the New Testament, you know. Um, but with that being said, who is the perfect mentor? You know, you look at Jesus because mm -hmm. he's the perfect leader. And that's like what we're supposed to do. And Jesus literally came down to the earth, made himself just like everybody else, being fully God and fully man, made himself just like everybody else, came down to our level, and literally 12 dudes followed him everywhere he went. I mean, what like a perfect example of a of And he was, a like, he was literally living with yep. those guys. Day in, day out with yeah. these dudes, being fully God and fully man, putting himself in the same level. Um, and obviously we're like, yeah, mentorships one-on-one, -on -one, you know, and I think that, you know, mentorship can look differently in, in other people's lives. But I mean, you literally look at the prime example of Jesus Christ himself, like mentoring, uh, 
all the disciples. And that's just like, I don't know, that's just that's like a perfect, perfect example. I mean, Christ is the only one that does it perfectly, right? Yeah. And it's what's cool is like, you know, he was just pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. But he was also, he also is God. So with that being said, I think, I think it's really healthy to have both ends of it. Yeah. Having a guy, because when, when I've had this too, like I've been pouring into a guy who's dealing with a specific problem that I don't know anything about. I don't know how to answer his question. I call my mentor. He gives me an answer, and it's like, oh, yeah, duh. And then yeah. I relay that back down. So it's cool to have, like, have both ends of it, too. Yeah. Now, Jesus is. Down he is God. He's literally getting mentorship so he from the, the Father. <laughs> he's you know, the he's top. Like, his will is directly in line with the Father's will. So, I mean, you know, not all of us can have the perfect mentor. <laughs> yeah, but, you're exactly right, dude. But, uh, I mean, I do like that example, too, Jacob. Yeah. Sure. No, it's, it's, it's good. Mentorships, uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend. 12 out of 12 would recommend. Ooh, Ooh. Let's go. <laughs> Whoa. Well, with, uh, like with that being wrapped up, we're hitting about halfway point. Um, yeah. We, uh, we're going to cut to commercial break. And we'll be back. Sweet. <laughs> Bye. Now presenting Carter's Cologne. Coming in four new delicious flavors. Blue Raspberry. Carter's Armpits. And Carter's farts. And last but not least, yellow. If you call now at 1-800-Carter's-Cologne, you can get a free deal of two new bottles of Carter's Cologne. Too late. Too late to call. <laughs> we recommend double pits to chest. Again, if you're interested, call now or visit us on our website. Thank you. Alright everyone, welcome back. Um, Man, what about those sponsors? Wow. <laughs> Dude, they're getting me every time. Every time. I, wow. I'm going to invest, for Dude, sure. Dude, we should. I'm I... keeping my money in my pocket. <laughs> they right. didn't send me enough for that. <laughs> I love Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the sponsor this week, but good That's point. Okay. Shout out Skittles. <laughs> Skittles Anyways. are delicious. We're not sponsoring them, we just like them a lot. <laughs> Anyways, Jacob, how was uh, your quote week? Dude, it, uh, it's been a good week uh, gearing up for Easter, um, mm. which I mm. love Easter season. As a kid, I didn't really like it as much. Uh, I did like decorating the church and stuff. Like, that was cool. Uh, but the meaning of Easter uh, didn't mean as much then as it does now. But uh, my pastor this last week, I was, he was giving a good sermon, and he said, uh, I'm so glad, like, <laughs> I thank the Lord every day that my faith, or my salvation is not defined by my feelings, but defined by truth. Mm. And he was referencing, um, like, it is finished. When Christ uh, dies on the cross, um, and he says, it is finished. He said, uh, thank the Lord, my salvation is not found in how I feel about it, but the truth of these words. And, yeah, I mean, even as a mature believer, cool. it's like you get lost in your feelings on, you know, how you feel. And uh, if you're working hard enough, which is obviously a false way to think about it. Yeah, right. That was very thought provoking. I think, what do you guys uh, think one of our special guests from a couple episodes ago, Meredith Bramblett, posted a really great read about feelings and how they can lie sometimes on her Instagram page at Mrs. Bramblett. Go give it a read. We actually do sponsor her. She's she's really cool. That's that's all Mrs. Mrs. Bramblett. But it's yeah. cool. It's cool. To, and like, if you think about it, like we don't even we can't even control our emotions most of the time or our feelings most of the time. Right. And it's like one week we'll be like, oh, dude, like this week's gonna be awesome and then the next week sucks and it's like 
our feelings fluctuate so much whereas like our salvation is not based on how we feel about it. our salvation is based on the truth of the cross and like what happened you know absolutely yeah. it's a beautiful feeling i think of it like uh if you think about job in the bible he uh obviously had a tough go of things you know he's a very special situation just because the devil specifically chose him to to test and uh tried to show god that even his most faithful servant could fall you know um and you know if if any of us were in the same situation job was in gosh i mean he, he lost everything yeah i mean feelings fluctuate our situations and i'm fluctuate. sure he was upset about it too. Oh, absolutely like it never says like he he was happy yeah i mean he all he went to friends and stuff like yeah. that and they're like dude what's going on you know like and you know i think about it and i you know times when i'm tired and i'm like i just i don't know is I don't know if God's really, if I can trust him with this one, you know. Um, but in reality, uh, I think, Jacob, I've talked to you about this recently, but, you know, what we heard at camp, the, the I am, meaning like, you know, God always was, always is, and always will be, you yeah. know. Um, but that doesn't fluctuate. That doesn't change how we, based on how we yeah, feel. Yeah, and that's how, that's how I um, see it, is that, you know, whenever my faith is weak because of, you know, a circumstance, um, it doesn't, it doesn't change truth but yeah. and i i thought about this the other day if one of your most favorite all-time pastors comes on the stage and he and i told you guys this before but if he gobbles like a turkey and just literally makes noises right and it sounds weird but just try and grasp the concept if he literally just goes on stage and babbles about nothing just makes sounds truth is still truth if he gives a sermon that's just absolutely just garbage you're like what, what happened what you know is is my faith still strong you know like truth yeah. is still true that i don't it doesn't matter. He's still a per- he's a person. He's gonna mess up, you know. Yeah. If you're someone you look up to, maybe a mentor, you know, struggles. You're like, oh, like I don't know, man. Like his faith, I don't know about my faith. Now, you know, that's that's not the case, you know. And I understand you want to look at people that are strong, but you know, people are gonna let you down. People are gonna fail. But you know what? What doesn't fail is um, the reality and the truth that God is good and uh, that God is. I'm not gonna say he's always there for you. I I do. Um, think so, but he is always going to be glorified. Yeah. That's really good. That's like something along the lines of like, I feel like a lot of people today might misplace their faith. Mm-hmm. Like if you take away your community, you take away your church, take away your Bible, you take away your mentor. Yeah. Are you, do you still have faith? You know what I mean? Yeah. If you say no to any of those and like your faith is in the wrong place to begin with, your faith needs to be in Christ. Yeah. And like even, this is, I, I realize this, which is so encouraging and so cool. Like, whenever you're sharing the gospel with someone, or whenever you're like giving someone biblical advice, those aren't your words. Like, you're not making that stuff up. Yeah. That is literally from the text, and it is the text power that like does that. So, like yeah. for instance, like I led Axios this week, and we had like an Easter message prepared, and like a few people came up to me and was like, "Dude, that's a solid message. Like, that's so powerful." I did not do anything different. Like, yeah. I literally prepared. I just read the scripture, and that was it. And, like, all the power was, like, what Christ has done for us. Like, not anything that I have done. Like, I didn't do anything special. I just, is literally, like, this is what where the power comes from. Like, this is, and that's that's when you share the gospel, too. It's, like, you you can't save them. You can't forgive them of sin. You can't do all these things. Yeah. What can is the truth of the scripture and what Christ has done. And that doesn't change. That doesn't change with any influence we have. So, it's, like, super encouraging. And, like, even our salvation. Like, once you place your faith in, faith in Christ... It does not change with how you feel. It's like the truth. So, I don't know. Just super interesting. Yeah, that's cool. (coughs) 
And on that cough, we are going to trans oh. uh, transition into Trey's book review. Am I next? Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I should sit down. Um, all right, guys. So this week, <laughs> I'm already sitting. <laughs> <laughs> this week, I want to do a review on a book called Beautiful Outlaw by John Eldridge. Mm. John Eldridge is uh, also the author of Wild at Heart. If you're a man, I strongly encourage you read the book. If you're a woman. It's not as strong of an encouragement. But, but yeah, read it, and then you can figure out, you can learn about men. You can yeah. understand men perfectly. And there's a book he also wrote called Captivating. That's also right? that's that's for women. about women. That's for women. So yes. women, wow. read that book. What, men read that book guy. as well. John Eldridge. Just read John Just a man of the people. Um, but Beautiful Outlaw is about the character of Christ. You know, I feel like today um, we kind of water down Christ's character. Like, this man literally went into the, like, flipped tables, talked to Peter. Peter is essentially, like, the cornerstone of the church, other than, like, the truth everything is founded on. And, like, he literally looked at Peter dead in the eye and said, get behind me, Satan. Like, he said some pretty intense things. Like, yeah. I feel and like... there was passion behind it, too. Yeah, of course there's passion. Like, I feel like a lot of times we forget about, like, the rawness of... Christ's character and like kind of only want to focus on the things that make us feel good yeah you know when there's truth behind his character that is super convicting and in the same way we should be like him in the same way but we're not we're it's, it's not wrong it's not wrong to be passionate if, if you're passionate about the right things like if someone's getting mistreated in, in the wrong way right that we should have passion behind that and should be um, and then like even in rebuking someone it's like if they're in sin, we're like supposed to come like, not out of hate, but like the passion. Like you have to have emotion behind what you're saying. That means you care about it, and that's exactly how Christ, you know, exemplifies that. It's yeah. so cool. That is cool. I like that. I like the so beautiful outlaws. Obviously, referencing towards Christ. Right. right. That's awesome. I never really looked at it like that. What uh, type of car is that book, Trey? I'm not gonna do the car thing. That's ridiculous. Volkswagen. Three point five stars. 3.5. Okay. That's actually the worst review yet, actually. So. Yeah, um, I read it this summer, and I was, like, super tired, so that might be why. So I might need to give yeah. it another read, and it might be, like, a 4.5. Sounds like you need some um, sleep. Might not need to read 3.5. Yeah. Yeah. Read it. It's good. John Elders um, is good. actually author. reading The Problem of Pain by C.S. Lewis right now. Ooh. Wow. What would you give the rating so far on that book? I haven't started. Okay. Like, that, I haven't even seen the actually... Other than the title. Um, that's a great rating. I think that's a good segue to... Um, Anything Tristan. Carter has to say? No, we're cause, gonna because it doesn't sell <coughs> books at all. We're right? gonna go uh, to Tristan because the last book I read was Doctor <coughs> Seuss. Um, <laughs> That's fair. That Back in kindergarten, right? Uh, I was actually seventh grade. Oh, okay. I was a late bloomer. Education to the eyes of a lion. Late, late, late bloomer. He was seventh grade age right. in kindergarten. Uh, That's ah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's news to him as well. Anyway, so the question of the week is: If we are saved. Why are, <laughs> why are you if we are saved, why are we still limited in experiencing God? Yeah, so uh, this question actually got answered, or got asked, or not answered, we're about to answer it, um, got asked in a Instagram Live video that I had by a girl, woman, by the name of Jess. She's pretty rad. Thank you, Jess. Um, shout out to Jess. Uh, hopefully you get to hear this. Jess! That's a shout out right yeah, there. Yeah, that's a good shout out right there. <laughs> Um, but, um, so 
yeah, you can like look at the Old Testament and see all these like awesome dudes who are like full of the spirit and everything. Um, and then you like look at yourself and it's like, wow, like why am I, I can, when I compare myself to them, kind of like what we talked about last week, like comparison, uh, I don't really measure up all that well. Um, and like, why am I not experiencing this this way? And like all these things, I think a lot of that frustration, uh, comes from our desire to be like fully experienced God, which is good because we should want that. And, but the truth of the matter is we're never going to experience that until our human bodies are no more and our souls, uh, are in paradise. So it sucks. Uh, but there's a veil of understanding that's still over us. And if, if we did fully experience God, then it wouldn't be faith. It'd be logic. Um, and we would be following him because it makes sense to not because it's faith. Yeah. And you shouldn't be discouraged just because somebody, um, I guess, is more knowledgeable or has... Or like has Moses parted the Red Sea. Yeah. Like, it's what, but it wasn't Moses. See, it was God It was right, God working right. through Moses. So, But like literally, the fact of the matter is when you follow Christ, this Holy Spirit dwells in you. And like the Holy Spirit is the same in every single person. Like yeah. the same Holy Spirit that was in Peter, Paul, and James, and John is the same... Holy Spirit that's in me, Jacob, Tristan, and Carter. And like, and like, why, like, why are you frustrated? Are you frustrated because you can't do those things? And then, then it gets into the, the sin problem of your heart of like, oh, like I want to be like Moses because Moses was super cool and like mm-hmm. bringing ourselves up when in actuality it's like, you know, God's going to work how God wants to work for God's glory. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know if I said this on this podcast or not. No, I didn't. Um, what other podcasts are you on? I think he I, means episode. No. Yeah. Episode. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I have an individual podcast. No. No, but uh, at Countryside, uh, Justin Beatles is actually talking about this. So, like, think of it. I love this. Like, I almost got up and started clapping because this man made a chocolate milk like oh, metaphor. Yeah. And uh, he's like, the Holy Spirit's like chocolate milk. Like, Let's say you have two glasses of chocolate milk. You don't pour a little bit of chocolate in one and a lot of chocolate in the other. Like, each glass gets the same chocolate. But, like, how much you stir it and how much of that chocolate is, like, mixed with the milk. It's like, you think about the chocolate is the Holy Spirit and, like, we are the milk. So, like, we get the same Holy Spirit, but, like, it's how much you're willing to let go of your sinful nature and all your pride and let the Holy Spirit just do its thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's awesome. So yeah, it's like a, it's like a definitely a test of your faith, mm-hmm. and that's ultimately what it is. But at the end of the day, you should not be discouraged in that because, like I said, it's all it's all for God's glory. And 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 like I said, there is still this veil of understanding that we don't just get removed when we're you know believers. Like doubts still creep in, like all these things still creep in, but that's because it's faith and not logic. Like I said, if it was logic, you know, we would just be following mindlessly. Uh, whereas with faith, it's like when you do experience God, it's like, wow, God, you are so good. And like, I love you for this because he pulls you out of those times of doubts and, and, and things. And like, it even says, uh, mentions in Isaiah, uh, I think, oh, gosh, I don't remember the chapter. Um, but, uh, it talks about this feast. Um, and this is ultimately where like, when like Christ comes back and like all believers are having this feast and there's this veil just removed and we fully get to, we fully get to experience God. And like that. In that moment, like it's that's ultimately when we get to fully experience because even like Moses and David and like all these great guys and, and women in the Bible, like 
they were still limited. It just doesn't really mm-hmm. go to the depth of that. And kind of like what we talked about, like it's all it's all God doing these things. So I don't know. Don't be discouraged because all of us have, have been there. I know when I worship, I wish I could like just remove it and, and fully worship, and I can't. <laughs> yeah. But we're only human. So uh, I almost broke out the song right there. Adding on top of that, um, talking about the Holy Spirit, what a brand of chocolate milk would the Holy Spirit? Okay, let me tell you. Okay, this is actually really funny that you bring this up. Trey's a chocolate milk expert. He's a connoisseur. I'm not even kidding. The other day, I went into Walmart to buy my chocolate syrup. Chocolate syrup that I've had for my entire life is Hershey's. All right, Hershey chocolate syrup. Good go-to. Perfect. You know, it's like, that but hold is. on. The other day I went to Walmart and they were out of the bottle you usually get. And I didn't want to wow. get like one of the little bitty bottles. So here's the thing. I bought the great value brand. What? Sweet. And like, I kid you not, there's a legitimate difference. What a like, sellout. It was We could have had so them as a sponsor and now we can't. Because you said you bought great value. Now uh, Hershey's will never sponsor us. Thanks, uh, I'm saying Hershey's <laughs> is better. You're saying the, it's better, but the, now you say you the bought great, the competitor? The great value didn't mix as well. It didn't taste as well. Okay. And like Hershey, Look at so that. Much, oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Did it did it taste differently? It did. It, it had a different taste. It really did. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna rewind. Uh, <laughs> if the Holy Spirit was a brand of chocolate milk, of premixed, it would not be made. Okay. Yet. It's not would pre-mixed. it be premixed or would it be? Oh, I guess that we are talking about premix. Yes, your analogy. But what what brand of premix are you okay, going to say? No, 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 his, his analogy I is chocolate myself. syrup that you mix with. You buy yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You buy the chocolate, yeah, yeah. And the milk chocolate separately. Chocolate premix in syrup, whatever. Syrup, 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 syrup dump in chocolate milk, whatever. It doesn't matter. Premixed chocolate milk is like fair life where it's already made. Okay. No, yeah. you know what? It's like nobody Highland seems to grasp the concept good. of I just fair want answer and I don't want explanation. <laughs> we don't know enough about this topic to answer it correctly. Just, so oh we're gonna oh, we're I, gonna push I, it. It is not about chocolate milk. <laughs> there, there is no truth to what fair I'm saying. Life chocolate milk is the best premixed chocolate milk. That's ever. probably an accurate statement. <sighs> I'm not gonna lie. That's pretty Here good. Here we go. Well, I wanted. All right, you're welcome. Um. Anyways, and with uh, that, that's the quick one. Sucks. Hey, we're gearing oh, up for geez. Easter, boys. It's this weekend. You guys remember? Oh, sorry, I was. Gonna, I'm still on <laughs> chocolate milk. I was gonna say, remember, guys, Oval, uh, Oval Team. Oval. Remember that? Oh gosh. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to mix that with like water? I I don't know. I'm pretty sure you mix. We're that too with young. Water. There's a generation I was a small. Here. I was a small child whenever Make sure I saw you the mix oval, your oval team. I got my oval You'll team. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah. Anyways, um, Easter. Had, Easter's this weekend. How about we talk about that? Let's talk about Easter, please. So Chocolate we uh, hope you guys. By the time this is Thursday now. Um, yeah, we're recording on Thursday, Monday, Thursday. Yep, Monday, Thursday, uh, which is the Last Supper and the focus on Jesus in the Garden. Um, as well as like the washing of the feet, which is like super cool to think. Like literally the day before Christ goes to the cross, he like washed his disciples' feet, which is super cool. Um, but we just hope you guys uh, had a great Easter weekend because we post it on Monday. We'll go live on Monday. Live on Monday. Um, yeah, Monday, we, we not Monday. Mon- not Monday Thursday, but Monday. So that was a bad joke. I don't know why I I assisted in that. I made jokes. Um, but with that being said. Um, we love you guys, and uh, thanks for listening. Conditionally, yeah. let us know how you. <laughs> <laughs> only if you listen to this, we love you. Everyone else, that's we don't. the only way they know we love yeah. them. So if they made it this far, yeah, we uh, we love you guys. And we hope you guys had a great Easter weekend. It was full of. Uh, let us know your favorite part of it. Yeah, yeah. Send us literally anything, and it would be awesome. 
and we now have a Facebook page which you can search using the exact same Instagram tag at the kitchen table pod. Send us any questions, personal life questions. We can answer them Funny outside stories. of the podcast. Funny stories. Stories. Your favorite parts any, of the podcast. Any material you suggestions want to, to make it better. Yeah. Even though I won't take them. Just kidding. I'll listen. <laughs> if they're good, we'll. we'll, we'll I'm also super into uh, new books. So if you got a book suggestion that you want me to read, oh, dude, I'd love that. Or cool. any of us to read because yeah. I like reading. Okay, but are you really going to read it and finish it? That's yeah. Just not, not during same, school. We're not on the same level. As I have. Today. You want to finish school? But you know what? We'll add it. We'll add it to our list, Tristan. You know what? I don't need. We're this just with we're this. just gonna get it. We're gonna. We're draw, ending we're gonna, the we're podcast. Ending. We really do appreciate you like guys listening. Yeah. I want to roast some people right now. Hey, hey do it. Roast session is over. Roast session is over. That'll be a secret special edition. Anyways, thank you guys Hershey for listening. Hershey chocolate milk is the best. <laughs> <laughs>